Has been missing us for mad years. One love, yo. Yeah, that's right. He's got game. E.E. 1998. If man is the father, the son is the sinner. Oh, I feel like my head's bobbing up and down to the tunes here on the Dr. Pat show. Talk radio to thrive by. Well, you know, interesting continuing this conversation. Uh, I am so thrilled to have Carl Weissman joining me here today. The book that he's written is So Why Have You Never Been Married? Ten Insights into Why He Hasn't Wed. And we've actually got five copies of this book to give away. Why are you looking at me? You think I, I'm going to want one? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm okay, 31. I'm, sorry. I'm not married, I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm sorry. okay with that. Okay, it's okay, you know. Jeez. But you know what? Like, five copies, we can put one aside for Benny. Uh, but I'm cool. Look, I'm cool. Carl has written this book, you know, and he describes himself as a writer trapped in an engineer's body. Love that. But, you know, here we are, you know, someone with a master's of science and writing a book about, uh, you know, why you never get married. And, you know, I, this is really this is really cool because there are so many different things that we can find uh, to explain why we're not married. And he's joining us here today as the author of this book. And we're actually going to get five copies away. You know, five fears of men who have never been married. I mean, this is kind of incredible. You know, Carl, welcome yep. to the Dr. Pat show. Well, I'm glad to be here, Dr. Pat. You know, the movie uh, that came out that kind of, you know, like opened a lot of people's eyes was The 40-Year-Old Virgin. Ah, yes. Steve uh, Carell. Right, because most of the movies up to that point, and even today, Carl, are about women mm -hmm. and women not getting married. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a brand new movie coming out now. Yeah. Sex in the City movie. It's all about the marriage. But this is, this is the secret. This is like the secret to the secret because it's like you as a man talking about this and not women talking about it. So that's what kind of gives it credibility. Really pulled back the curtains on this one. I was going to say that. <laughs> I, I got to ask you the question that I ask everyone, Carl. I mean, and here you are, this author of this book, and we're going to give five copies of this away. But the point is this. You know, you obviously had to get past some challenges uh, in your life. I mean, you're writing a book about this. I wanted to ask you, what are some of the challenges you've been able to move beyond? Is this book about you? Oh, absolutely. In fact... Uh, the reason I wrote this book, Dr. Pat, is because I honestly couldn't answer the question, so why have you never been married? Uh, I thought there was something wrong with me, and I didn't really know why. And so what I decided was, you know, if I could just find enough other men over 40 that have never been married and ask them, then I was sure to hear my answer from at least one of them. Uh, when I was done with my research, the interesting thing is I didn't hear my answer from just one of them. I heard my answer, or at least part of it, from all of them. They all said something that resonated within me. And I guess what that means is there's not always a simple answer to that question. Uh, uh, there's many complex reasons why somebody might be over 40 and hasn't married yet. You know, I love this conversation because I was talking with a friend of mine the other day, uh, and, you know, he's in that category, and he loves his life, uh, but he's tired of having people ask him why he's never been married. So now what he says is, I'm gay. He's not gay, but that's what he says. And, you know, I think what he's pointing to right now is the fact that I'm tired of answering this question. You know, I, I, this is hard. 
And even when I give an answer, people have more questions. And he said to me, he said, now I just tell them I'm gay, especially if these are people that I don't really need to, you know, hang out with on a regular basis. And that's the end of the I'm abducted by aliens or something. Well, and that... I don't know about the gay thing. I don't know. I think that's just a little... That's not cool, but... Well, that's his way. All right. But that really talks to the issue. True. I mean, this talks to the issue. You know, what What are some of the fears? Because this is the deal. Uh, you know, men have fears, but they're not going to say, I'm not married because I'm afraid. Are they, Carl? Uh, well, they tell me that. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> Maybe because they, it's easier to open up to a man. But, uh, you know, they have a lot of fears. But by far, the number one fear is the fear of marrying the wrong person. Many of these guys grew up and they witnessed parents that went through a bad divorce or maybe they Mm -hmm. went through a bad marriage and should have divorced. And when I asked them about that, the common response was, geez, our parents were absolutely wrong for each other. And what that's led to is sort of this hypersensitivity to finding the right woman. They want to be really, really careful about making sure they get it right. And in fact, what's so compelling about these men is their uncompromising devotion to that belief. I mean, these guys have literally drawn a line in the sand and said, look, I'm either going to find the right woman or I'm not going to get married. I want no part of a bad marriage. And I guess what's interesting is they've come to the point where marriage does not define them. They're either going to do it their way or they're not going to do it. And what do you think the effect is of all of these bachelor shows that are on? I mean, we, we got the Bachelor guy from England now that's on TV, and he spends, what, 10 weeks with women, and now he's pre- proposed. And he's a lucky guy. But you, it really raises the question to me, and the question that I think you addressed. And I, I actually wonder about this stuff, because, you know, here's this, this, this gentleman. You look at him on television, and you think he's got everything that a woman would want. But the question comes up. Okay, why is it he's on a reality television show? Yeah, is it him or the media? Yeah, you know, so, I mean, what, what do these and shows like this, do they help the image of Bachelors or do they hurt the image? I, you know, first of all, it's very contrived, and my own opinion is it hurts because, and I actually wrote an article about this called The Resume and the Puzzle, and on these Bachelor shows, we tend to um, evaluate men, and I guess we evaluate women by their resume. How many boxes can we check off? You know, they look a certain way, they have a certain education, they make a certain amount of money, but that's not how people fall in love. What, they, what you really want is sort of this missing puzzle piece, this, this piece that fits perfectly into your puzzle, okay? And, you know, checking off those boxes do, doesn't do it. You, you need to find this person that, that fits, and these Bachelor shows lead, lead you to believe that somehow you can find this missing puzzle, puzzle piece in a few weeks by dating somebody, and, you know, my opinion is you can. It takes a while to figure out uh, that, that solution, and that's why a lot of these men have waited until their 40s and 50s, because it does take a while to figure it out. Benny yeah. is, like, jumping up and down, I dude. totally agree with him, 100%. I did the whole online dating thing. It's great because it gets you back out there, but it doesn't fill the void. Something is missing, and he's absolutely right. It's a jigsaw puzzle puzzle there's one missing and it's probably the one underneath the desk that you can't find and it's under your foot it's right there you just need to just get really 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 close to it well it's funny that you say that because i actually give men never married men some advice um you know i give i tell them three things you know if you want to be married first of all you've got to be honest with yourself about marriage marriage is not for everybody and if it's not for you i mean even my survey points out about eight to ten percent of the men have admitted they're not interested at any time being married if that's you, you need to be honest about that. 
Uh, the second thing I, I tell them is, you know, everybody wants to find the right one, but part of finding the right one is being the right one. And that means if you're looking for the perfect partner, you better be prepared to show up perfect yourself in a relationship. And the third thing I tell them is, in that strive to find that perfect person or that perfect gift, you better understand that as we get older, that perfect gift might come wrapped differently than you thought. You better be smart enough to open it. I love this. Ooh, I love good. this. We're going to give away five copies huh. of the book. And, uh, and yeah. And so we'll just take the first five callers. At, well, actually, let's take the first four and we'll give Benny a copy. <laughs> Uh, we can do five. I can just replay the, this eight, show. Uh, well, <laughs> actually, I'm going to make sure you get a copy. Oh, okay, great. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. And, uh, yeah, call in. We'll give a copy of this away, whether it's for yourself or for a friend. Please feel free to do that. You know, the book subtitle is, let me, let me just, Carl, let me just read this again. So why have you never been married? 10 insights into why he hasn't wed. And I, I wanted to, to go over a few of these uh, with you. What do you think about, you know, my friend and his, like, deal now? He's gotten so tired of, you know, being out there that, and, that he says, you know, everybody thinks that here I am, I'm 45, uh, I have a great life, and he does. And he said, everyone around me is just looking at me like I'm from another planet. And so what can we say to folks, what can we say to the guys out there that are kind of like, why do I have to explain myself? Well, one of the most surprising, when you ask that question, it's a fabulous question. And at least one of the most surprising discoveries I found in, in researching, so why have you never been married? And that is how content most of these men are. I was shocked to find out how many have found happiness and contentment in a never married life. Uh, they're not freaked out that they've never married. They'd be, they'd be okay if they never got married. Um, it, some have girlfriends. Some have friends. They've just found sort of their own brand of happiness, and they've decided marriage doesn't define them. And I really think many of these men could serve as role models for people that, that feel the same way. Yeah, because one of the things we're talking about here are men that say, you know, when I'm ready to get married, I'm going to get married. And I'm going to get married and I'm going to really sell, you know, I'm going to really be a role model for marriages that work in a sense. And, you know, you, Carl, you uh, surveyed more than 1,500 over 40 never married heterosexual men. 1,500. And so the point that I think we're making here is that there are different pieces to the puzzle. Uh, and so, you know, the, the other thing you share is that in 1980, 6% of men over the age of 40 were never married. Today, that number is 17%. Can you shed some life or give us some, some reasons, some beliefs, some things that uh, we could learn about this so that men that are listening to this show don't feel guilt and shame because you know my my the, my friends my male friends uh you know start to feel a little bit of shame 1-800-930-2819 if you have questions or if you'd like a copy of the book 1-800-930-2819 when we come back we'll be sharing uh carl will be talking about what the nine regrets of men who have yet to married are. We'll share a little bit of those. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Are 
Are you feeling presentation challenged? Are you scared, nervous, or anxious in front of a group? Learn how to present magically. The Empowerment Partnership offers the Presenting Magically Seminar in Seattle, May 16th through the 18th. Gain rapport with groups of any size. Manage the energy around you. Increase your charisma and magnetism. Call for your $95 spring special at 800-800-MIND. Visit NLP.com. The Presenting Magically Seminar from the Empowerment Partnership at NLP.com. Are you suffering from chronic pain and fatigue? Are you tired of taking medications? There are solutions that are completely natural and effective. The key is to identify the root of the problem and allow your body, mind, and spirit to do the healing. At Holistic Medical Center, Dr. Darvish and her staff do just that. Treat you as an individual. Find the root cause of your symptoms and stimulate your innate healing. Call Holistic Medical Center at 425-451-0404 or visit drdarvish.com. That's drdarvish.com. Louise Hay has shown millions of people how to heal their lives. You can be next. Now, Louise's inspirational life story is captured in the new You Can Heal Your Life, the movie. This loving portrait of Louise and the impact of her life work features guest appearances by Wayne Dyer, Cheryl Richardson, Doreen Virtue, and more. See the movie that's changing lives, now available on DVD. To watch a free preview, visit www.youcanhealyourlifemovie.com. Are the magic and mysteries of Egypt calling you? Picture yourself meditating inside the Great Pyramid, relaxing on a Nile cruise and exploring the sacred temples. For travel that transforms and rejuvenates you, join Dr. Friedemann Schaub and Danielle Rama Hoffman for a spiritual and healing journey to Egypt in October. Call for information at 866-903-6463 or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. That's EgyptIsCalling.com. Would you like to receive a weekly email telling you about personal growth events and resources in the Puget Sound region? This service is now available compliments of New Spirit Journal, the locally owned and operated newspaper that brings you a wealth of inspirational information every month. Go to NewSpiritJournal.com and click on Earl. That's events and resource listings, but you can call it Earl. New Spirit Journal has been providing inspirational news and information for almost three years. Visit NewSpiritJournal.com. Tune in your radio to hear Carrie O'Connor, master visionary, medium, and clairvoyant, as she uses her amazing psychic gifts to help you step into your divine power and begin to create the life of your dreams. Carrie will read your unique energy field, connecting you with the treasures of your soul, your passions, and your true life purpose. Don't miss Carrie's weekly astounding and energetic predictions. Fasten your seatbelt as you take a wild ride with Carrie O'Connor. Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Listen live at thedrpatshow.com. Made fresh each day for you. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Ring with the rock that'll break your arms. Yeah. Players won't try that. Now you can't deny that. You put the brand to the rock.com.
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so thrilled, Carl Weissman. We got a different spin today. A lot of the shows we do are really focused on women, and we're going to, you know, because we have noticed that we have equal, almost equal listenership on the Dr. Pat worldwide of both men and women, we want to bring this conversation to you. So, Carl Weissman joining us here today. Uh, so, Why Have You Never Been Married is the name of the book. We're giving away copies of it, one 800 930 one nine one eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine or if you can't call send me an email at info at the dr pat show dot com i n f o at the t h e d r pat show dot com uh because i know many of you are at work and you're just not allowed to use that old telephone all right carl thank you for joining us here today let's give out a website for people that want to find out more Okay, my website is uh, whynevermarried.com, and there's articles on there, and there's a uh, free workbook, which is basically the questions I use to get the men to open up and talk about uh, their relationships. You can now download that as a free workbook and use that series of questions to kind of discover, uh, you know, how interested you are or your partner is in marriage. Okay. I see Benny hitting those buttons now. We have a caller. We do. Let's bring on Mike from Tacoma. He has a comment for us. Mike, are you with us? Yeah, so far. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. (laughs) Hey, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Yeah, hi, Dr. Pat. How you doing? Oh, good. Okay, Mike. All right, well, listen. Listen, first off, I want to let you know I got this uh, Oldie But Goodies album with uh, Devil Angel on it. So, uh, and uh, if I can uh, get that to you sometime up the road, I'll do it. But anyway, uh, I'm 64. I've been through two marriages, and I see these shows on there, and in my opinion, they're nothing but a con job, and these girls are out uh, for this. First off, this, these guys, they're millionaires, and these girls are looking for a soft soap uh, uh, suck-up job. You understand? They want they want a freebie, and they're just selling themselves off, and uh, and that's what this is all about. It's a, it's a false way of doing stuff, and when you get into real reality and look deep, uh, then people uh, will know what what uh, you know what real relationships are about, and uh, the, this thing to me is just a big farce. You know, I've been around the horns. So I know I know what it's all about. I I think you have. What do you have to say about that, Carl? I know I agree with him. I think first of all, it's contrived, and you don't know what the people's intentions are on there. That women maybe just want to get discovered, and, you know. Uh, but I think that to twist that a different way, you know, part of the reason I wrote this book is to kind of dispel that people have about men that delay marriage. You know, they're, they're kind of seen as commitment-phobic or playboys or, you know, losers. And a lot, excuse me, a lot of women have written them off, but, but excuse me, really, there's nothing wrong with them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, Mike, I think your comment is, uh, is, is well taken. Can I ask you a question, Mike? You can ask me anything, Pat. Okay. So, like, the first, how old were you for your first marriage? Well, it was my uh, my twenties, you know. Okay. But I went with the uh, uh, first wife for you know a good year, and she was uh, uh, just fin- made sure that she was uh, you know finishing up uh, high school and uh, mm-hmm. and you know did what she wanted to do, and, mm-hmm. and that's you know like so we went for you know a couple of years and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, but like I said, nowadays it's uh, it, 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 these women are just brought up to you know first off, I mean the guys pull the same same routine. And uh, and what needs to be done is uh, is to get real. You know, this stuff, like I said, that's on here now is false because the guy is a millionaire. You know, where are, who, how many guys, average guys, are millionaires? Tell me that. Mm. You know, and who's gonna 
Who's going to go around and say all of a sudden, I'm in love with the guy? <laughs> oh, he's so, he's so handsome, I'm falling in love with him. That's a lot of, that's a con job. You know, in, in three weeks, oh, I'm in love with him. They're out for his bread. What, what else would it be for? Well, I, I could be for the bread and the butter, Mike. Thank you. I don't you think so. so. I don't think so, Pat. I, I guarantee you that it's a false, false shows that are going on. Well, it just—it actually, it, what it talks to, it talks to the level uh, that we've actually gone to in, in television and reality TV. Mike, thank you so much for joining us today, dude. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, you know, uh, Carl, let's let's get at this because uh, you know Mike has a point, and I'm sure that many folks are looking at this and and thinking about okay. I knew a guy, he would, he would just never marry me. And let's take it from the woman's point of view. And uh, the question that I want to ask, because you address this in the book. Yeah. You, know, you address lessons that women learn. And so I wanted to ask you, what are, what are some of the bullet points we can address here, we can put down, so that people get a sense that, one, you know, these men are, are absolutely okay. Yeah, back up. that's the big, the big story here is that these men really are okay. Yep. Um, but I guess if I was going to give women three uh, kind of bullet points of advice if you're marrying, a, if you're thinking about marrying a never married man, uh, number one is you've got to get him to declare his intentions. If you recall, about 8 or 10% of the men have no desire to ever marry, and you need to know that up front. You know, do, do you even have a chance? Uh, the second one is you've got to figure out if you're the right one. And, of course, I, I come up with a whole series of questions to do that in the workbook. And third, and this is probably the most important, is you've got to be patient. Mm. It's really, really important to these men to get it right. They're more more concerned about getting it right than, than having some deadline. And so if you're going to date a never-married man, and my girlfriend's been very smart about this, she's been patient. You need to be patient because getting it right is really, really important to us. I want to ask you about the book because I, I got the book, and, you know, the first thing that I thought about was giving the book to a friend of mine, which is a, a woman friend of mine, because she's in a situation now with a guy. Okay, so can, what, how do you see this book being distributed, and who does it help? I mean, is this the kind of book that, yes, you give to men and they benefit from it, and or you give it to women to help them understand, perhaps, or get a sense of the man they're with? You give it to both. And, in fact, in my case, I don't know if you know the story, but... Uh, it's amazing how this book changed me. You know, prior to writing it, not only had I never been married, I never lived with a woman. Five weeks after I finished, I moved in with the woman I'm living with, and I'm planning on marrying her. Um, I guess the book for men, in in my case, was like holding up a mirror to me. And I I felt like I was Ebenezer Scrooge, you know, who got visited by the, uh, the ghost of Christmas future. Yeah. I was talking to guys that were 10 years older than me, and in some respects, I felt like I could see into my future. I got, and these guys were were me 10 years from now and while that future didn't necessarily freak me out it did crystallize that you know if i didn't change things weren't going to change so i wanted things to change and, and they certainly have so i think men could really use this and see uh, you know as a mirror to kind of hold up to themselves and see you know if they need to make any changes if they want their life to change but by the other token i think it benefits women too to really understand that you know what these guys are not losers they're not commitment phobic they're not Playboys, and in fact, in this group of men, you're as likely to find a man that's been with a hundred women as you are to find one that's been with one. Uh, these guys are probably better defined as serial monogamists. They're in long-term relationships, and for whatever reason, they, they didn't feel like going forward. 
I, I, I have to tell you, Carl, I love this book. I love the way you've written it. Uh, and I want to mention that to everyone. It's uh, You get to see the conversations that Carl and the people in the book have. Uh, questions, conversations about children, it being too late. There is also one of my favorite parts of the book that talks about the most important relationship lesson. And I wanted to ask you as we wrap this up, Carl, what is, what is your personal personal message for everyone listening to this show because this book is filled with amazing stories and a couple of them i just cried i mean I'm, i i was reading this this morning and you asked this person how would you describe your life right now and he says i would say right now i'm pretty lonely ouch you know uh, the men all have certain degrees of regrets in their life and i guess I don't have a lot of regrets, but, you know, but they do. And, you know, some of them are around their dating decisions. You know, when you get older and maybe are a little lonely, you start to think, God, you know, maybe I should have dated different women or I should have dated more women or I should have maybe ended a relationship sooner. Uh, there was one gentleman that basically used up his whole dating life with two women he wasn't interested in. Uh, and, of course, a lot of them have regrets about they, they really didn't have any relationship strategies at all. You know, how do you go about meeting women? How do you go about, you know, working through a relationship? So I guess, you know, one of the interesting subtexts of the book is, is you know, in fact, it's an entire chapter called, you know, if, if I had it to do over again, what would I do different kind of thing. Right. And that's, you know, that's really kind of what the book is about. How do we face mm. the personal decisions we've made in our life? Mm. Well, Carl, thank you so much for joining us today. Let's give out your website, please. It's uh, whynevermarried.com. Okay, and I love this book. As a matter of fact, uh, we still have some copies to give away. We're going to put it in our newsletter. Thank you, Carl. Thank you all for tuning in. Don't touch that dial. Ayanla Van Zant is going to be joining us. We're giving away five seats to the upcoming Extraordinary People series, May 20th with Ayanla. Stay tuned. Oh, she's a gold digger. Way over time. That digs on me. Uh. Now I ain't saying she a gold digger But she ain't messing with no broke, broke Now I ain't saying she a gold digger But she ain't messing with no broke